everybody. Oh, what a night. Late December back in 23. See what I did? That's the last time I can do it, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, I'm Frank Nicotero, and I'm itching my scalp. Uh, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, and today's show will be fun and tasty, and I'll have fun, but not nearly as much fun as the Pop-Tart mascot had last night at the bowl game. Pop-Tart, Matt, look at him. Doing a little running man. He's with the Kansas State guy, which Jeff Parles talked about. is a lame mascot. It's just a dude with a head. He's dancing with security. I don't know if security now. Here he's playing guitar. He's like Jerry playing the Grinch, just riffing. And then he pats him on the butt. I don't think the rest like that. First of all, two things normally mascots can't do. Dance with the cop. And then look, oh, rest in peace. No. Yeah. Then he had to go into the toaster, ladies and gentlemen. He threw a sign. And out he came as an edible mascot. Oh, and you went black and white. They went black. Oh. And then, <laughs> then it became a horror movie. Then it became a zombie movie. They just were clawing at it. They were throwing. They left the one eye. Very spooky. That's our producer, who I'm going to properly introduce on our last show of the year, Ryan McCormick. And he'll be back next year. He's like Frosty. He comes back every year. Yeah. Next year, it'll be a different flavor. He was yeah. strawberry flavored, by the way, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but it was very it was very scary there at the end when they were just ripping pieces. Bit, yeah. And the one player went, oh, snap. He, he didn't say snap because I guess it was hot. I don't know if it came out of a real... It was warm, so it was actually hot. The players weren't alerted of this, so it was like hot molten filling. It could have—I I smell a lawsuit, is what I smell. Is what it, but, it wasn't on setting two then. It wasn't on setting two. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of pop, well, hold on. By the way, that whole sad rest in peace was very fitting for the state of Florida, right? It's like a Florida man. Florida, it was in Florida. A Florida man ate a pop tart, massacred a pop tart, and then uh, took off in his pickup with an alligator. It's always an alligator. It's always Florida. On today's show, via the video, will be one of our favorite guests to have on our show, Kevin Belenkoff, who uh, gave me a winner yesterday with um, Boston College beating SMU, not only covering. And uh, since it's Friday, of course, it's Alex White, ladies and gentlemen, here in her usual seat to talk numbers and hopefully laugh at some of my jokes and some of the goings on today. Our Christmas tree. Is this the last appearance of our Christmas tree? Probably. Rest in, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Christmas tree. <laughs> Everything's dying today. Uh uh, I have, uh, for, oh yeah, Ryan, Jeff Parles from Sports by the Book coming today. Uh, Alex, Ryan, I don't know what the hell that is. What? Let's start over. <laughs> I, I was saying Ryan and Jeff from Sports by the Book, which coming up today at 2. There you go, two-hour show. I got it right at 2 p.m. because it's the two-hour show. Yes. All right. Football Friday. And and Alex, we all competed in the pa Prop-Tart Challenge. Now, what? before we talk about it, ladies and gentlemen, I brought in a toaster. Here it is. This is a toaster. I've mentioned this yesterday, talked about it on Sports by the Book. I used to have a Pop-Tart before school. Alex, did you ever have a Pop-Tart when you were a kid? Yeah. Sure. I but I think high school is probably the last time I had yeah. one as well. Okay, last day. But not as many days. No, no. <laughs> last day of senior high school at North Allegheny, which I roughly estimate as June 7th, 1987. How old were you in 1987, Ron? My parents were 12. <laughs> oh, my God. Your mom and I are buddies now on TikTok, you know. I see you're doing all the real yeah, estate. You tell you me every day. If you need a real estate agent, I know. Well, I'm telling everyone there. If you need a real estate agent in the Las Vegas area, go for Ashley Sanders. Ashley. Ashley Rutherford McCormick. Ashley McCormick. Sanders McCormick. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley Rutherford McCormick. Ryan's mom. Just Google Ryan's mom. Seems like a lovely woman. So I ate She's one of these every day, but it was unfrosted. So I've, my, my streak, I'm going to go and put this in. All right. What setting do I put it on, Anne? A two? Two. All right. We're doing a two. Oh, this thing's digital. Look at that. I brought Fancy. that. Fancy. Uh, and, and then there's a timer. 
You brought the toaster and you don't know about the toaster? I've never used it. It's brand new. It was just mailed to the... Uh, it's got a lot of fingerprints to be brand new. It's got a lot of smudges on it. <laughs> None of those are mine. Uh, those are corny's. Uh, toaster, <laughs> I've been on the three setting and it counts down. One minute, 58. Let's just watch the I don't countdown. think you should be shaking it. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it is plugged in here. It's a real working toaster. So anyway, I had a Pop-Tart every day before school. Would you, I should have offered you a strawberry one. Oh, I'm sorry. Or blueberry. So anyway, I had one every day, and that was 1,354 days ago. I have not had a Pop-Tart in that many days. 1,000? 1,354 days. 13. 1,350. You said yesterday 13,000. No, it's 1,000. Oh, it is 13,000. Thank you, Ryan, for collecting. Yes, it's 13,354 days. It's roughly 35 years is what we're 35 plus. How, what year were you born? Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to eat a Pop-Tart for the first time in 35 years. And if I waited another 13,354 days, it'll be on our April 7th show, 2060. Ryan, will you'll still be there. I'll be turning 60 that year. You'll yeah. be turning 60 <laughs> and I'll be 91. Alex, will you come back for the? Uh, Absolutely, I'll that'll be, be here. show four million seven hundred thousand. All right, we have fifty-seven <laughs> seconds. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, today is December 29th. It's our last show of the year, twenty twenty-three, and it's National No Interruptions Day. I don't know what that means, Alex, but you're not allowed to interrupt me. I'm not allowed to interrupt you. Ryan, would you like to say anything? It, it's supposed to be. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to be the last work day of the year. You're supposed to get everything done that you want to. You're supposed to get everything. Oh, like you're supposed you to focus and yes. get all your work done. Yes. No distractions. All right. Well, in 26 seconds, I'll be getting mine done. All right. So we've never had a buzzer on this show before. This will be our last show to next till last year or till next year. Hardy, har, har. Show 57. And uh, show number 57. Show number 57. Who's doing? Who's on the buzzer? <laughs> it's Anne. Anne. God. 007 on the, uh, all right. So anyway, it's our last show of the air, 57 episode. That's, oh, Pop-Tarts are, oh no. It smells, it smells oh. burnt. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. A metal knife. A metal knife? Does anybody have a metal knife? I'll fish it out with a pen. This one, that one's perfect. Yeah, you eat that one. That well, one's perfect. Well, this is, this is your thing. I'm going to, this one, well, I could take it off. That's a very heavy smell. Oh, there's a little button. Uh, and then it's, ah! <laughs> it's stuck on something. <laughs> Fascinating. Oh God! Split. It's My actually pen is, okay. We'll, yeah, we'll figure this out later. That one's burnt. The toaster's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to. It's there. Perfect. Just like just like we rehearsed it. Anyway. Uh, oh, it's man. smoking? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> smoking. Oh, God. I hope the Airbnb people aren't watching. Oh, it's still on. Turn up. Oh, it was on cancel. Oh, God. Oh, my God, Frank. This seemed like a good idea. Oh, now it smells like burnt Pop-Tart in here. This seemed like a good idea. When I, by the way, have you ever walked through a hotel lobby, Alex, with a toaster? You get a lot of weird yeah. stares. People checking in are like, they have toasters in the room? Uh, no. And I heard people, like, snicker and go, Pfft. Guy's got a toaster. All right, so here we go, folks. First bite in 13,000 days. No butter on the Pop-Tart? There's no butter on the Pop-Tart. It's over again. No butter. I don't usually eat frosted. One bite. Everyone knows the rules. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, pretty good. Still pretty good. What, what's the rating? Ah! So you know, it has frosting. I've never put butter on a Pop-Tart. 
I'm going to give it 8.4. I'm doing the Dave Portnoy rating. Is that your favorite flavor? Strawberry. S'mores. S'mores for Ryan. I'm okay. You guys keep trying to feed me on these shows. Yesterday we had all the dessert. Diet starts next year. From the deli. All right. Thank you for playing that. My goodness. Kevin Bellenkoff will be here. I mean, a Pop-Tart, Kevin. First one in 13,000 days. I do have to ask you, do you think the butter is usually on the non-frosted? Yeah, do I think people do that. You can't put butter on a Pop-Tart if it's frosted right. already. You can. You can? Yeah, that's one of my friends does. If my, Family Guy does it, yeah, college did. That's how I live. You put it on the bottom uh, of the Pop-Tart. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Pistons lost their, their 28th in a row last night. Now, Jeff Parles was talking about this last night. The money, the money line bet that people had on the Pistons was all over Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah. It started at like, what's that, Ryan? It went from 10 to 1 down to like 10 to 1 to like 8 to 1, roughly. Eight, yeah. Yeah. Did you have any money on the money line? I didn't. Sean, did you put money on the Pistons last night? Uh, the plus 17 and a half. Plus 17 and a half. All right, you won. The but, Celtics had Pistons first half. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ryan texts me, goes, <laughs> I think all the Celtics players bet on, uh, bet on the Pistons because really that first half, it was like 66 42 or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But yet you knew they were going to screw up. You knew the Pistons were last. They forced it to overtime, but they lose their 28th game. I mean, at that point, even the Boston fans are probably like, let them win this game. Let them, let them have it. Let them have it. But Vegas, so Sweating Vegas. By going to overtime. Right. And, and Vegas cleaned up then. So because everyone had that money line. And I think everyone will be betting that money line until they win. Well, they're playing the Raptors next. So that might be the. In Toronto. Is it on the road? Yeah. It's in Toronto? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. With the exchange rate, too. No, I oh, lied. They're at home. Oh, it's at home. Yes. Pistons home cooking. There you go. You get some of those, uh, what do they call those dogs up there in Detroit? Coney Islands or whatever. They're stupid. All right. Anyway, um, I also think Heinz 57 sauce when I think 57, but I also think Wesley Snipes because of Passenger 57. Uh, great action movie. Um, there it is. Passenger 57. Look, she's counting. Passenger And there he is. I watch his show all the time. Watch this. She thinks he's Arsenio Hall. Never miss it. There you go. <laughs> and then, I know, right, Kevin? And then things just go haywire on the plane, but guess who's there? Always bet on black. Always bet on black. There you go. Wesley Snipes. This is before his tax problems. He had a lot of tax problems. So when that movie came out, I was on a Southwest flight, and they used to hand you, and I'll remember this. Remember they used to hand you, like, a plastic number, and that was your boarding order? Do you guys remember that? No. Okay. Anyways, Kevin's nodding, yes. Anyway, I was passenger 57, so as I got to the gate, the guy's calling 1 through 30, then 31 through 6, and I get up, I go, I'm passenger 57. He goes, wrong color, bro. And I walked up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, turn. I go, that's the funniest thing ever from Southwest. <laughs> wrong color, bro. Uh, anyway, 57 collage. I mean, uh, we, we got to see number 57s. I only thought John Smiley. Uh, who played. He Here did, do we he have. He did make okay. the collage. Ricky Jackson. All right. Now, this is where Ryan has put together a collage, and I have to see if I know who they are. Of course, Ricky Jackson, who may or may not be in the Hall of Fame, but I know he is in the Pitt Hall of Fame because he graduated at Pitt with uh, Hugh Green, who was like the runner-up in the Heisman Trophy one year. Now, you throw me a curveball there on the second one. Olin Kretz. What is that? Olin Kreutz. Olin Kreutz. Is, that, is he the lineman for the Cleveland Bears. there? No, the Bears. Oh, the Bears. Of course yeah, you have a right. bear in there. Yeah, there's the bear. Okay. Clay Matthews Sr., of course, Clay Matthews Jr., won a Super Bowl against the Steelers. I'm not happy about that. But he played. He was on the cover. Uh, third generation. Uh because uh, Bruce Matthews was his brother, I think. But Clay Matthews Sr. was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when I was a kid. Johan Santana. Boy, did he burn out after that no-hitter. 
There's a picture of him. That's him hoisting the Cy Young or some sort of trophy. Yes. He went to the Mets. The Mets had never had a no-hitter in the history of their franchise. So he's in the middle of pitching one. He's at like 125, 130 pitches. I don't remember who the manager was. They kept him in. He ended up throwing like 130 pitches, something, uh, uh, maybe even 140. I don't know, Ryan. So anyway, he, pitched, he gets the no-hitter, and then he was never the same after that. <laughs> that was Bobby Valentine or, uh, God, who was the manager? But he was a great pitcher, man. He was dominant with the Twins. Threw 134 pitches. 134. Wow. I was close. And then Shane Bieber. Uh, he has a lot of hit songs. He sang Baby, Baby, uh, Sorry. That's Justin Bieber. Shane Bieber, pitcher for the Indians, who the Pirates are rumored to try to get. And then the last one is a hockey player I've never heard of. Why don't you tell everyone? David Perron, another original member of the Golden Knights. He left left after the first season to sign with the Blues, signed a pretty pretty good big contract. He's now in Detroit with the Red Wings. Um, so he's moving oh, to the rivalry teams. Oh, very And you did put John Smiley in there, number 57 for the Pirates. John Smiley, of course, was then traded to Minnesota for who? Denny Nagel. That was the Denny Nagel Midre coming straight. So without his 57, we would have never had Nagel as a pirate or on this show. So one more special 57, too. You made a special side. I wanted to print this out. That book that I've talked about that Mike Greenberg wrote that Chris Andrews, our sportsbook director here at South Point, gave me the number 57. He said Johnny Vandermeer, uh, who has an unbreakable record. So Johnny Vandermeer, Kevin's nodding as he remembers. This guy no-hit the Brooklyn Dodgers. Then his next start, he throws another no-hitter. Well, no-hit so, the Boston Bees first. Oh, Boston Bees first. All right. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, yeah. Boston Bees, then the Brooklyn Dodgers. Back-to-back no-hitters. So in order to break that record, you would have to throw three no-hitters in wow. a row. That's never going to happen. No. But Shohei Otani will do it in 2027, no. ladies and gentlemen. Three no-hitters. That's your Yamamoto prediction. is going to do it. They're going to do six no-hitters in a row. Yeah, um, that's an unbreakable record. He wore number th he wore number fifty seven, but you were telling me Ryan was only for one season. Yeah, he only wore it for that nineteen thirty eight season. He wore uh, I think thirty three for his other years. Uh, so if you pitch two no hitters wearing fifty seven, would you change the number? Absolutely not. Exactly, you would stick with that number. All right, so there you go. There's that, and we got a couple birthdays we want to talk about. Uh, we're speaking of amazing pitchers. Sam Mayday Malone, and right, how good was Sam Malone with the Boston Red Sox? Amazing. He was um he was um oh wait that's a fictional character oh. Sam Mayday Malone is the character Ted Danson played on Cheers. Look, there was even little fake baseball cards. Ted Danson is 75. I got to talk to Ted Danson uh, when I was working on a show with him. And uh, he was a little, like, you know, he was a little out to lunch a little bit. Someone goes, oh, yeah, you don't know. He smokes weed, like, all the time. <laughs> the so, math should be 76th birthday. 76th birthday. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, we did the math wrong. I listened to you, and I put 75. Uh, you see me? No, and, I listen to you. Oh, you listen to me. I well, you know, when I'm math. looking up this stuff the night before, I forget to add the day sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see Cheers? Do you ever watch Cheers? I've I've seen it. It's one of the funniest shows ever. Is it? Yeah, it's a great show. I have to go back. Yeah. And watch. Oh, Kevin is really rolling. His, Kevin just his eyes just rolled back in his head. Have you ever seen Cheers? Could you name a character from Cheers? If I've never seen it, how can I name a character? Because <laughs> and who, when he walked Ted, in the bar, whose uh, name did everyone yell? Uh, Mayday Malone. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Anne, for keeping me sane on yeah, this. Kevin's so mad at us so we can see him. I know. He keeps throwing his head back. He's like, but Sam made him alone. And then we got to do a birthday. Uh, it's the Green Bay Packers. Suck. That's what he says. Uh, Ray Nitschke, who uh, played his 15-year career with the Packers and shined in the Football Hall of Fame in 1978, won two Super Bowls, the first two Super Bowls. And when you think tough guys, that was the guy. I remember when I was a kid, uh, everyone would tell me stories about Ray Nitschke. 
And by the way, in that picture, he looks like he's about what, 83 years old? Uh, so that picture was taken in the second Super Bowl. I think he was, um, he was like 32 years old in that picture. 32. How old does he look? 60, 60, 66. Yeah. And a final birthday. This is just another relief pitcher. Kenny powers, uh, who I, I think we all, Kenny powers, one of the best relievers of all time through hundred miles an hour. Actually, that's just the character played by Danny McBride. Who's hysterical. Did we do the math right on his birthday? Yeah, he's 47. He was born on the bicentennial year. Happy birthday to Danny McBride. You have not. No one on this set, uh, Kevin Belenkoff, has seen Eastbound and Down. So, One of the funniest shows. Of course not. I can read his lips. We should bring him in right now. Let's bring him in. We haven't had him on in a couple weeks. Uh, here to talk uh, bowl games, talk NFL. I'm going to put my headsets on. Kevin Belenkoff is here. Kevin, what's your reaction to these young whippersnappers? Do they watch TV? Yes, they do. But they, you know Ever? what they do? Well, they watch 1950s. TV. They, they watch, it wasn't 1950s. It was the 80s. Cheers. I mean, this is what I mean. Uh, Gilligan's Island is one thing, but Cheers? Right. Come on. Yeah. Well, he Come didn't on. remember. He never even heard of the Partridge family. He couldn't name any of the I Brady's. Know, Brady, I know. Cheers, though, is the now, 80s. Now here's something, actually, I, I often will give you a nice piece of trivia based on what you were talking about. Okay, go for it. The, the, the frosted. Pop tart right here has fewer calories than the unfrosted. Now, how is that? I don't know how that's possible. That can't be possible. True. I know you would think that it's not. What do you have? What do you have there? Well, the only ones I could find at the store the other day, they were two set two two for seven dollars, and I'm still. And where's the petty cash? I don't know petty cash. All right, anyway, blueberry blueberry frosted yeah. and strawberry frosted. He ate the strawberry. All right, I ate the strawberry. Yeah, I ate the strawberry. The yeah, the strawberry is the most popular one. Now, here's a little, another little piece of trivia for you on Pop-Tarts. All right. Pop-Tarts were originally called something else, but I don't recall what they were. And then uh, one of the um, Kellogg's marketing executives said, uh, you know, that Andy Warhol pop art thing is oh, very popular. On. We should call these Pop-Tarts, and that's how they got their name. Because that's of Andy story. Warhol. I heard it from Kellogg's, so oh. it has to be true. In 1963, they oh. were called the Fruit Scone. Fruit Scones. There you go. Doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Jerry, Andy Warhol, mm -hmm. we can thank Jerry, uh, we can thank Andy Warhol for naming a Pop-Tart. And uh, Andy Warhol was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There Pittsburgh. Like what, a, what a shock that you knew that. <laughs> well, the Andy, Andy Warhol Museum is in Pittsburgh, and it's unbelievable. It's actually a really good afternoon if you're ever there. A lot of out-of-town athletes hit it. Uh, a lot of good pop art. Um, that's that's the no extent. Pop, -tart. pop tarts, but pop art. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. did you watch the pop tart bowl? By the way, I did. Is that not the best trophy in sports? I mean, the pastries come out of the the thing, and they had I these. Mean, that, that yeah. And they had prop tarts. Now, whoa. Okay, so the prop tarts. You know, Kevin. I don't know if you saw the prop tarts, but uh, you you could predict what he would come out, how he would enter the stadium. Was it a giant toaster? running out on the field with the players, parachuting in an aluminum foil parachute, or uh, oh. or busting out of a big Pop-Tart box. Did you see how he came out? Toaster, yeah. Was came a, was out of the toaster. toaster. I had huge box. What did you have, Alex? I had toaster. She had toaster. Ryan, what did you have? I had the box. He had the box. And then it was, what would be the first flavor mentioned on air? What flavor would, did you go? I went with strawberry. I went with s'mores. S'mores. Ground cinnamon. And sugar. what was the answer? Strawberry. It was strawberry. So I'm one for two. 
And then there was two more. There was uh, who would bite out or how many players would bite out of it yeah, during the game? Celebrating a touchdown. Celebrating yeah. a touchdown. And I said more than one. I said zero. Zero. Nada. Nada. And it was zero. Yep. And then uh, what would the coach, did you see what the coach, here we'll ask Kevin what he thinks. What would be sprinkled on the coach? Broken pieces of Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tart bites, Pop-Tart filling, or whole Pop-Tarts? I'm going to go with the uh, the Pop-Tart bites. I didn't see it, but uh, that would be my guess. This is why he handicapped. This is why we have him on the show, ladies and gentlemen. It, probably, it yeah. was bites. Yeah. It, well, I had filling. I actually had sprinkles. Sprinkle, oh, sprinkles was one of them. I went with the bites. He went with the bites. And then the last... Uh, the last one was uh, who would get the first bite? Would it be the MVP, another player, or the coach? I think it was. Or right? someone else. Or yeah. someone else. And uh, I went MVP. I went MVP. She as went well. MVP. I uh, went with another player. Another player. And the coach, we, we, re we replayed the video. Tell me, we watched the video, and, and what were you doing at home, Alex? So, well, my brother was very invested in this because I had them all play, <laughs> nice. and he was like slowing it down. And he's like, I swear that the coach picks it up, but it kind of breaks. Right. So he had to go with his left hand, and I think the. The MVP might have got it might first, have. but I, I think it was the coach. It, well, we analyzed it like the Zapruder film, yes. Kevin. We were like, he's, he held the bite back and to the left. and to so the, the, left. Yeah, yeah, the coach. But, you know, the thing was, you could enter this, and they got our name and our email addresses. And I, I don't know what you guys felt out, but I gave last four of my Social Security and my mom's maiden name. I don't know what I did wrong. But anyway, um, we're supposed to get, like, coupons or win some prizes. We haven't heard anything from Pop-Tarts. No, no words back yet. We didn't do very well. We didn't do very well, but you would think for entering, we'd get like a free, you would think there'd be some free pastries coming our way. Some free fruit scones, but no, we don't know yet. They're we'll doing find. something right. You just went to the store and bought two I did. I spent $7 right there, yeah, which the, the petty, the petty yeah. Ryan has petty cash. All right. I'll get that after the show. Yeah. All right. So yesterday, um, I had a lot of friends that were telling me, oh, SMU, SMU. Oh, there, there's them eating that. See, we just played it where the coach gets the first bite and then he throws it at the players and then. It's like the end of that Tom Petty video where they tore apart the Alice in Wonderland cake. Don't come around here no more. That video's from uh, 1986, I believe. Anyway, Kevin, uh, you had Boston College yesterday. You liked that. That was one of your top plays. And not only did they cover yeah. the 13 and a half, they won outright. So that was a good start they to the did. day. It yeah. was. It fell apart last night. Uh, you know, one second left in the third quarter, and uh, Oklahoma looked really good. Yeah. And then, then they fell apart completely. And uh, I was just watching Kentucky. They had started to fall apart, but then they now they last I saw they had the lead. So it's thirty five thirty. I just looked up with a minute and twenty four seconds. Clemson's driving in the fourth. Clemson's but, driving. What was the line on this game again? Uh, Kentucky plus four. Okay, well Kentucky's going to cover because even if if Clemson scores a touchdown in the final minute seventeen, and, I had, and you recall I also gave you the over in this one too, yes, so. which hit very easily. Yes. I have not been good with the totals. I'll acknowledge that. The, the, the college bowl totals have not been kind to me. So uh, I'll take this one, but you might want to ignore some of the other ones <laughs> I'm giving you. All right, so what bowl games, uh, what other bowl games today? Alex, Alex, are you looking at any bowl games or Kevin has some bowl games? What are you looking at today? We'll go to Kevin. Well, the good ones are over. I mean, yeah. I, I was on Notre Dame. The last I saw was up 7 nothing. Yeah, 14-0 and, and now. 14 nothing now. Yeah, going into half. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I had the over in that thing. So, it's like early. I said, don't pay attention to the don't pay <laughs> attention to the totals. Uh, you know, I like Iowa State, and, and and I I I'm beginning to like Ohio State more and more. That number is yeah. unfortunately growing. It's like five and a half, six now. What do we have Ohio higher, State? Yeah, what do we have Ohio? Five and a half here. It's five and a half here. I mean, I know you yeah. had it at three and a half yesterday. It was even lower than that. So apparently, Alex, you were saying we Take were talking about point. this. A lot of their players are playing now that we thought weren't. Right. Well, they're. Um... 
wide receiver Harrison. Mar- yeah, oh, Marvin, Marvin Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, he's supposed to play. He's so. In. Yeah, they got to do something about that, though. They yeah. got to change this whole transfer portal thing because it's at the wrong time, and it's not fair, you know. And then some coaches, some coaches have the attitude: "You want to go to the transfer portal? That's fine. Goodbye. We don't want anything to do with you anymore," which I sort of agree with. Right. But then other coaches say, "You know what? You got us here. Play your last game with us, and then we'll say goodbye to you," um, which is awfully nice. But but it just messes up everything. I don't know. They just got to change that whole rule because it's really become uh, you know the the college players they have more free agency than the NFL they players do. I mean there's yeah. nothing and and Marvin Harrison uh Jr which could be the number 1 pick uh, Ryan's a Bears fan so he could be the no- number 1 overall pick by the Bears if Carolina keeps you know tanking oh. but I mean what a what a huge risk he's taking I don't trade know it. what's that oh, they should trade it you yeah. think they if they have the number 1 and it's going to be it should be a quarterback right it, they should trade the pick whether or not, fields yeah whether or not Marvin Harrison falls past 3 past the Cardinals right that's that's the question. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, what well, are we saying? He's being offered more in uh, in NIL money than he is to to sign with the NFL. Uh, again, another problem with college oh my football. god. Oh, he has another yeah, year of eligibility. I could straighten out the whole thing. You know, <laughs> you could straighten out. You'd be like Skip, uh, like Chip Kelly. Come uh, have a whole plan. Have a whole Kevin plan, like Chip Kelly. That's has. right. Now, see, I, so well for him. <laughs> I kind of respect Marvin Harrison Jr. for wanting to play. You know, like, hey, I'm a call. This is what I do. What oh, are the odds yeah. I'm going to get hurt? But didn't Devontae Smith, was it Devontae Smith or who was the, no, Jameson, uh, Jameson, the guy for the Lions who got hurt in Jameson Williams? Jameson Williams, yeah. But that was a championship yeah. game, I guess. But, but still, that last game could cost him millions. But again, he grew up with his dad as Marvin Harrison, so he's okay on money. So I guess maybe that's why he comes back. I don't know. <laughs> Would you come back for your senior year, hang out with your friends? Make money. It's tough. It's really tough. I was actually just talking about this with my older brother because he played baseball and he played um, here at CSM when they won, actually, the Junior World. Oh, wow. Juco. And then he played at Kansas and came back to UNLV for his senior year. And he played in their regional and he he played, but he was hurt. Okay. So he was an outfielder and he kind of flipped the ball and that caused him to not get drafted oh, because no. they saw him they were like oh he's, he's underhanding he, the ball from the under, exactly oh. so he made the catch but then he didn't you know he was trying to take it easy and he's Yeesh. like so nowadays i would actually i don't really blame these players because there's too much money so much. there's so much money on the line for one freak injury or something and they could lose it but i don't know uh ohio state yeah I, so mccord is in the transfer portal right so he's not quarterbacking for ohio yeah. state tonight so that game has all sorts of uh mystery to it um, I don't really like Ohio State as a team, I just as a college, because uh, I just don't like Ohio State. A lot of my friends went to Ohio State from Pittsburgh. It was only three hours away, but I don't know. If I was going to bet, it looks like they're a better team, right? Yeah, they're they're much the better team, I think, in this case. Missouri's had a great season, but but I just don't think they can play with Ohio State. So, um, yeah, of course not. I, I like I like the Kentucky and Notre Dame plays more, yeah. but we're a little late on those, so. We'll go with Ohio State. That's all right. Now, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? What are your New Year's Eve pens? Because there's a lot of football on. Are you? Because I have a Steeler game. It's one thirty to four thirty. Then I can still go out. But what are your New Year's plans? Yeah. Um, well, I, I I love the Dolphins. I really like Miami. It's a great yeah. situation. You got Baltimore coming off a huge win. Now they're at home laying points. It's not a circumstance they're really very good at. Um, they are, uh, let me see, Baltimore's 4-10 and 10 against the number when they're favored coming off a win as a straight up, uh, straight up as an underdog. Miami 16-4 against the number on the road against wow. um, uh, non-division teams when they're favored by, uh, or when they're an underdog of five or less. 
Um, so I really like Miami in this spot to uh, keep it close, maybe even win the game, but I'll definitely take the three and a half points. No Jalen Waddle in that game. Oh, really? Yeah. Jay yeah, but they've got the Hills back at 100%. And I tend not to bother looking at injuries. I kind of think the line usually adjusts for that. Um, so so you can never tell. Uh, and the NFL, the teams are a lot more honest with injuries than they used to be. You used to not be able to pay attention to them. But now they get in trouble. Well, when now they, they get in a lot they, of trouble. Yeah, that happened with uh, what's the Bijou, uh, Bijou, the kid in Atlanta? Uh, Bijan Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. I was close enough. Bijou, Bijan, tomato, tomato. But they got in trouble. Yeah, they got in trouble for the injury report earlier yeah. this year, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's because of all the betting. I it's mean, that's, the, that's betting. the reason that it matters because, you know, sports wagering is legal so many places now. And it didn't stop anybody when it wasn't legal either. Yeah, right. Now, I, uh, now I'm, now i of course, rooting for Miami in that game. I've been watching Hard Knocks, so it's hard not to love them and their coach, Mike McDaniels. But, uh, you know, obviously I want Baltimore to lose, uh, you know, to help the Steelers. Oh, no, I need Baltimore to you win. You want Baltimore That's to win. That's right, Alex. I need Baltimore yeah. to win. I need them to win, but I don't think they will. Uh, but, again, because will the – now, that's, if we can look at the Steelers-Seattle game, Cheat Carroll, your favorite coach. Now, yes. I mean, you know – you know how much joy it would give me for the Steelers to to, to beat Cheat. Right. And if you look at um, you look at Seattle's numbers the last few, we you know we've been on Seattle the last few yeah, weeks and done yeah. really well. With yes. Them. But if you look at one of the things I like to do sometimes is just look at the statistics. Don't look at the score. Just look at who should have won. Seattle should have lost their last five games. Jeez. And thank goodness we've been on them in the right direction. But but the point is laying points with them. I'm just not very comfortable with it. I'll take the Steelers. You know, they've got Mason Rudolph doing the job, so why not? Uh, I'll take the three and a half points with the Steelers in this one. I worry about Mason Rudolph on the road yeah, in Seattle. I How know. do you guys feel about that? And, that? and also, the Steelers have only won. Their record in Seattle in the lifetime of the Steelers is like, it's not good. I think they've won one game, How three games. You know, I, tend, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an interesting point. I tend not to look at records right. in in, in games that, unless it's within the division, because yes. then they're playing twice a year. It's a rivalry. You know, I mean, I would look, I don't know what Pittsburgh's numbers are on the West Coast. You might want to look at how they've done, you know, against against the 49ers, the Rams, or whatever, when they when they have to travel all the way to the West Coast. That might be a more relevant number than how they do specifically in Seattle, because they're only going to be there, what, every eight, once every eight years or something. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, now, uh, Saturday's game, we might, one in seven in Seattle. what are they? They are one in seven. One in seven. That's what I thought. They're one in seven in their history. And that's amazing because Seattle has been in the league for almost 50 years now, right? 76 or 77. And we've only yeah. played eight games out there in almost and Seattle when they came in was in the AFC. Yeah, that's, oh, they that's were in right. The AFC West that's right. And then they moved with the Raiders and Broncos. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, so listen, I'm trying to put a little social thing together here on Saturday with the crew. Uh, we're gonna go to the Sickies, some bar restaurant. Alex, I don't know if we told you yet. Well, I was gonna put it because we I got. I was gonna say this is the first I've heard about this. I'm sorry, we got to get. I got a gift card for Christmas from Sickies. For so I figured we go out and watch. It's called Sickies. <laughs> I wouldn't eat the food. There I know. Has I anyone been to Sickies yet? I have. Oh, you have. Yes, it's good. Right, it is good. Good atmosphere. Big burgers. Good place to watch a game. Good chicken, chicken fingers. All right, wings. So that's where we're probably gonna go on Saturday, and and then end up maybe watching. This game that the, the schedule makers worked out. This is this Detroit Dallas game. Have you looked at that game at all? Love Detroit. Love Dallas rather. Whoa. Love Dallas in this spot. Really? Yeah, it's another schedule thing. Look at what Detroit did. Okay, they won on the road. They won the biggest game in the franchise's well, like in the last what three thousand years or yeah, something exactly. for the franchise. <laughs> 
since like the Paleozoic yes, era. Yes, that was the last time and, they were in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, now they got to go on the road. We know Dallas is good at home. They're That's coming off a loss. They're, they got to win. Uh, I really like Dallas, especially if you can, you know, keep it under a touchdown. Um, late a five and a half. I mean that's that's going to be a heavily bet game right there. Now I've been riding, I've been doing well with Detroit, although I did lose the Detroit Baltimore game, which was that was just the worst game of the year for me. Um, I yeah, five, I mean Dallas at home is just a different team, and I like everything he said. I mean, do you have a, a choice? Do you have a, anything on that game, Alex? Have you been looking at? I agree. I mean, situational spot. Dallas coming off a loss, and yeah, they just clinched their division. Yeah. Um, in the Lions, I was looking at their team total too, but it's pretty high this week i think it's 29 and a half or 30 so i may just lay the points but i do want to ask you about um the nfc south we have got a couple <laughs> big games here and the falcons are going to chicago to take on Bear ryan's bears, bears, bears and they're getting three points and then the other one yeah. is the saints in tampa bay do you have anything on either of those well uh, you know with regard to to atlanta um you know I, i'm not comfortable laying points with the bears ever um so I'll take the points there. Um, uh, I have it at three, say two and a half. Obviously, the more points you can get, the better. The interesting one, I really like New Orleans. Um, <sighs> Tampa Bay is playing their second consecutive home. Tampa Bay has like one of the worst home records uh, advantages there. They're 0-5-1 in their second straight at home against the number. And if it matters, I don't know if it does. We talked about division rivalries. Yeah. Tampa Bay's 0-9 in games uh, before they play Carolina. So, um, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to go with New Orleans here again, not, not a lot of points, but I like the Saints. Now, see, we do our weekly parlay here. It's Frank, Alex and, and, uh, Ryan, the Farley yes. parlay. I was looking at Tampa Bay because I like the way Baker Mayfield's playing. He could be a possible comeback player of the year, although they'll probably give it to DeMar Hamlin or who knows Joe Flacco might've won it last night. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, I, I, I kind of like Tampa Bay at home, but now that I hear those numbers, now I don't know what to do. Now I'm lost. That was going to be my pick. I had You're torn. I'm torn between two lovers. It's tough right now. This yeah, late in the season, I'm. I feel like I'm looking for dogs and looking for points. Okay, that's and, interesting. Yeah. And having the Saints division game, getting points. Yeah. That's that's why I would lean that way too. That's good stuff. If it kicks to three, if it kicks to three, I'd jump on it. Uh, two and a half. You know, I mean, obviously, three is better than two and a half. Right. <laughs> three and a half is better than three. Four is even This is this is basic basic sports wagering theory here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I think if you can get some more points, uh, you know, clicks up a half a point, I would jump on, I would jump on New Orleans. I like them at two and a half. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't play money lines and I probably should. Okay. Um, but that might be something to also take a look at. I, if, if I were to play money lines, I'd only play underdogs um, hmm. because you, you know, you hit half of them, you're going to make a lot of money. There you go. Have you watched the television show Bookie yet on HBO Max or whatever? Just Max. Have you heard about this show? Not. No, it's, I have not. It's produced by Chuck Lorre, who's had huge success with Two and a Half Men, and Nick Bakai. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Nick Bakai. Sure. Yeah, he's great. Very funny guy. He was um, the voice of the cat on. Yes, he was. Uh, uh, the Melissa Joan Hart thing. Spirited, yeah. wicked, uh, charmed. No. Uh, Tina, Sabrina the Teenage Sabrina. Witch. No. Was that Teenage it? Witch. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, she had a candy shop on Ventura for a while, Melissa she Joan did. Hart. I and she still, I, don't know I think still it went there. out of business. It was right near uh, a Vitello's to go pizza. And I walked in once and Melissa Joan Hart was there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, there's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Anyway, she was very nice. Um, you so, should write a book as well. I, I, there's a lot of stories. I have a lot of weird stories. So, what was my point? What, where was I going with this? 
What was I taught? Oh, it's Bookie. Bookie. So Chuck, the- <laughs> I got buzz. Oh, who gave Ann the buzzer? Who gave Ann a buzzer? Uh, by the way, Clemson won that game 38-35. That's okay. 73 points that's, and that's Kentucky it. covered. There scored you go. Touchdown. Why don't money seconds left. They scored a touchdown with 17 seconds to go. So anyway, um, Bookie stars Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, and um, it's, it's so he's a bookie in L.A., and uh, Ryan, I'm on episode like six. You can watch all eight on HBO Max. It's very Chuck Lorre. Lorre uh, there's some swearing in it, and uh, there's some some violence and stuff. Which two? <laughs> what was that? But two and a half men. Uh, Charlie Sheen makes an appearance in it. But it's just interesting. And of course, Chris Andrews, uh, our sports book director here, everyone's tweeting. I'm like, are you watching Bookie? You watching Bookie? And he's like, yeah. But they did. They they had a, a glaring mistake for us gamblers, right? Um, they were talking about a money line and they talked about uh, the juice of the VIG on the money line. And it's like, there is no VIG on a money line. Right. So how is there not a technical advisor on set for that show? You would think that they have to make that authentic. And that's not even that difficult. That's not, I mean, that's, that's like 101. Like I caught that. Like yeah. there might've been some other stuff. Cause they do, you know, and, they, and all the guys that call in since it's an illegal book in LA, they have numbers, which we all know about that. And it's like, hey, seven two four. What do you want today? You know, and so it's interesting way to look. It's an interesting look at uh, the the illegal gambling life. So I don't know. I recommend it. it Ryan's been. You've have you watched all eight? Uh, no, not all eight yet. I've, I've watched six in one night, and then they. Yeah, the- I'm shocked that Ryan's watched anything on television. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Ryan, you're not still mad about the 50%. No, I'm just just sick that Kentucky gave up 28 points in the fourth quarter. Why? Did you have? I had Kentucky. Oh, you had Kentucky. Well, you're glad that. Oh, you. Oh, but you had them. Oh, to win. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's why he's. That's why he's very sullen right now. Oh, 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 buzzer. (laughs) Dump it out. Dump. We have a delay. I swore. Oh, God. Uh, Any final thoughts on this year, Kevin, uh, about the whole year, about your 2023? It's been a good year. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a really good year, and 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 I've had a lot of fun with you guys. And congratulations on the show, Frank. It's doing really well. It's a lot of fun, and um, you know, looking forward well, to twenty twenty four. Yeah, we want you back, obviously, in the new year. We love having you on, uh, Alex. Any final questions or any statements or anything about uh, any games or questions? Oh, I do want to point out that you have you did say at the beginning of bowl season, take points and bowls, and that seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah, it does. I mean, in general, that's in always general. The, the, the people overbet favorites to begin with. So you're always getting value on the underdog. And, uh, you know, you're really, unless depending on who the team is, you're, you're, you're usually never out of it. They can always sneak in the back door and get you something at the end that's going to that's gonna cover the number. And, um, you know, generally the value is going to be on the underdog. Not always, but but when in doubt, take the points. Two, th- Three things can happen with an underdog and two of them are good. Okay, yeah, two more questions yeah. really quick while we have you. For, first, I want to ask about the Orange Bowl, which is also known as the opt-out bowl right now between Georgia and Florida State. <laughs> yeah. Do you like anything there? I mean, 20 points for I Florida can't play. State? If I had to, I'd play Georgia. It's like a million points now. Nobody's 20? playing it's up Florida to 20? State. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not playing it. If I had to, I'd, I'd play Georgia. I mean, I just don't. Florida State doesn't care. They don't want to be there. Uh, it's 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 in Florida. Well, I they're mean, doing just, one of those promotional things, kind of like the Pop Tart Bowl. If you show up to that game and you have eligibility, you can play for Florida State. So <laughs> that's, that's, I got four years. Ryan, do you have any eligibility? Yeah, I could. take much to get in. There. I got good hands. I'll go down and play receiver. I mean, come on, Georgia doesn't even care. They'll let me go. They're like, I'll let the little guy go. It'll be like one of those videos where they let the yeah. sick kid run the touchdown. Go <laughs> <laughs> Frank! Go Frank! <laughs> uh, and last college football playoff. Yeah. 
Why not? Who do you like in the college football playoff? Are you looking uh, at those? Love yet? Alabama. Oh. Love Alabama. You know, Michigan hasn't won a, a bowl game in in like a long time. Yeah. I think it's like <laughs> last. I think they're zero for six uh, in their last six. Uh, major advantage with the coach. I yeah. think you know um, uh, Saban knows what he's doing. He's a professional. Uh, Harbaugh, not so much. Um, <laughs> so so. Uh, I like Alabama. And then in the other now, as much as I hate Cheat Carroll, right. uh, Steve Sarkeesian is a very close second. Um, <laughs> first of all, he, he's got a Pee Wee Herman haircut, if you look at it. I mean, the guy looks like he, like he wants to be Can Pee you bring Wee up Herman. a picture of Steve Sarkeesian, please, Ryan? Anyway, go ahead, Kevin. And I'm probably, a recent one. Don't go too okay, right. <laughs> Um And... Uh, uh, Washington, you know, getting points again. They yeah. were getting points against Oregon. Against the Ducks. It didn't make sense. Uh, so I'll take the I'll take the points here with uh, Washington. Washington could be the best team in the country, I, but uh, I like Alabama more. Um, okay, I like Washington and Alabama, and probably Alabama to win the whole thing. But we'll get there right. in a week. All right, exactly. And for Christmas, um, we're we're holding on to that Washington hope. Look at that. He should oh. have the little you know <laughs> shoes on. Man, 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 man. He's almost doing That's the tequila right. dance too. But then I look. The guy behind him yeah. is like. <laughs> And he got in trouble for that. So uh, <laughs> you don't want right, to. Did you ever see the bill? Oh. You ever see the invoice of his of his his bar tab when he was at Washington? No, no, no. Wait, do, do a Google search of that because it's pretty insane. Was it like one month or one night? No, it was one night, and it was I think three million dollars or something. I mean, it was Wait, ridiculous. What? Do it. Do do a Google search right, for, for Steve Sarkeesian bar receipt or but something. Ninety-one like that. shots of tequila. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I was you. I there? <laughs> <laughs> and then I played some blackjack with Kevin. Um, I just recently in my Facebook memories, uh, a, a bar tab showed up of uh, me and some friends got together for a. Uh, I was home in Pittsburgh for Christmas, and me and my uncle Joey, whose birthday is tomorrow, uh, miss you, Joey. Um, we went to an Applebee's, and we sat down and we started drinking. Then we called my cousin Brian, and he kept, and then we started drinking. And then we called some cousins, and I called friends, Bob Del P. I called a bunch of friends, Mike O'Day. A bunch of people show up, so it turns into this big thing. This is at an Applebee's. We had two checks. The first one was $400 at an Applebee's for drinking. Then the Applebee's manager came over. I was getting a little loud, and they cut me off. So the <laughs> Applebee's guy, he goes, hey, listen, we really need you to eat something and you know whatever. So I go, okay, fine. So I eat something. He comes back in like a half hour, and I go, uh -huh, you're going to get some Jameson again? He said, it was Jameson. I don't know if you guys have ever seen me drink Jameson. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> Christmas party. I had two, three shots. Four, Sean? Uh, anyway. So then they, they let me back in. And then the second check I took video of, and it was 381 So we spent about $700 before tip. Now, that's not a Sarkeesian like. But um, so I said, I said, we should get T-shirts printed up that we'll do this every year at Applebee's. We'll do a, a, a Nicotero Christmas party at Applebee's. I said, why don't we call it the Nicotero annual applebee's christmas party uh it's a great idea we're talking about it and then i thought about printing up shirts that we'd walk around with nicotero applebee's annual christmas party oh. and then i realized the initials are naacp so i decided not to get those shirts made or go around talking about that but we never did part two because uh my uncle passed away so we'll do it again sometime but that was a bar sean you're or ryan you're looking at the bar tab is there any other details 40 bottles of patron oh my god for three hundred and sixty dollars each, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the receipt. This was uh, all like over how, over how long of time was this? Yeah, this is this one, one night. night. It was one night. Yeah. 
<laughs> March of 2012. And what was the total? Uh, apparently, he wanted to be reimbursed for it. And so the total ended up only yeah. being $600. Okay, so where's the petty cash? This is what I'm talking about. I, I buy Pop-Tarts. I can't get... He can't... Everyone gets reimbursed. All right. Kevin, we're going to let you oh, go. They should pay, but you, you, you should, I mean, you should pay them for the, for the right to eat Pop-Tarts <laughs> and get paid for it. I don't know. Well, you know oh, I mean, we're losing the feed. Is Kevin cutting out? I, I, I feel like we're, we're the satellite is blocking it. Be careful taking them out of the toaster. The filling can be hot. Um, you, I don't know if you were live on that, but yeah, I learned that the filling was hot oh. on that toaster. I did get a little burn. Yeah, you got to be careful. I almost, most people don't. Most people eat them raw, you know, well, the uncooked. No. That's what I do. Oh, and Ann is going, no, no. I did too, Kevin. I did strawberry unfrosted, yeah. uh, uncooked a lot. But all right, Kevin, happy new year to you. Thank you for all happy your appearances. You're happy awesome. We love having you on. Thanks, Kevin. We'll be back in Always two minutes. I love it. And we'll be back in two minutes. And look what we got here. We have some whiteboards and markers. Fun new thing coming up. We'll be right back in two minutes. South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Mega Bucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Oh my goodness, the filling, I swear, is still hot in this Pop-Tart when I pulled it out of the toaster. Um, <laughs> I thought his name was Kenny Powers. That was hysterical. <laughs> All right, we're back here on Punchlines. We were just talking about bar tab, Steve Sarkeesian, talking about my Applebee's bar tab at a Christmas party a while back. You're saying, uh, Ryan was then telling us on the break, David Njoku, he was drinking after the game last yeah, night? after the game, he jumped into the stands oh. and was drinking Fans Miller Lite. And then after he got out of the stadium... He ended up taking shots 
with fans in the parking lot. Now, I now have a favorite Cleveland Brown. I love him. And the poor guy's <laughs> been through a lot, right? He, he had yeah. that terrible burn accident. Was yeah. it a, a grill or something? Yeah, some, something, something like that, where he yeah. was—he wore that mask yeah. and, and his hands. Yeah, it was really bad. And he had a monster first half last night. I think his over his over total for receiving was fifty-seven yards for the game, and he had a hundred in the first quarter. In the first quarter, yeah. So, well, good for him. So, David Unjuko. I never pronounce his name right. What was the guy who uh, the, the, who kicked for the Texans? Demar Dare. Ogumbawale. Damn it, he remembers. What a nice job. All right, so uh, Alex White brought these uh, boards in a couple weeks ago, or about a week ago, and we haven't used them for anything, so we had an idea that we would go ahead, and Ryan and Alex and I would go ahead and uh, write down what we think. Uh, you want to do the college football playoff, right? So what are the current lines on those games? Do we have Michigan? No, we're going to – well, first, we're going to pick how many points we think will be scored in that game. Oh, okay. That's right. right? I apologize. Okay. So, Michigan. Individual game? So, Rose Bowl is Bama and Michigan. And, okay. Do, do we want to know the over-under? No. Well, no. I mean, I you kind of I know did my homework. Yeah. So, I already <laughs> know what it is. But All right, do you so, want to know? Uh, no. Okay. Do it Are you now. sure? We're live. Michigan versus. Are we going uh, prices right? If you go over, you lose. Well, yes, yeah. we are doing prices right rules. Okay, oh, and I'm going to bid one dollar. <laughs> Michigan you, versus Bama. I'm going to write the I'm going to write the whole final score and the winner and everything. Oh, damn! She's wow. She's trying to. She's doing Kreskin stuff here, predicting. All right, all right. Um, these takes were always like uh, my biggest fear because you know you're really. Going out there next week, we're going to show these and That's see right. how uh, we're gonna, it's a segment correct we're say, we were. Go to the tape. Do we use tape on this show? What do we use? Half inch or three quarter inch? Three quarter inch. <laughs> three quarter inch? All right. All right, Ryan, are you ready? All right, we'll sure. turn them and turn. Okay, I'll adjust for the glare. All right, uh, Ryan, you have Alabama 33, Michigan 27. You have a close game, 60 points. Oh, my God. You have Alabama 27, 24, Alex, with 51. And Ryan and I are the same. I have. Uh, Bama 40, Michigan 20, 60 points. You know what that means, right? We got to take the over. Yes, it means Jeff, take the over. Jeff, we're taking the over. All right, so we It's have only like 45, right? Yeah, it's 45. It's 45. Yeah, we're going way over. All right, so now wipe that clean. I had a tissue, but I lost it. I think you can write on. Oh, is it's it in between your. Yeah. <laughs> All right, second game, Texas UW, right? Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Texas. U-Dub, my buddy Christian's probably watching, telling me I must pick Washington. Penix, high flyer. Texas, Quinn Ewers, a lot of points. I know it's a high over-under, too. <laughs> Anna's giving us the buzzer. That means time's up. Pen's down. Pencil's down. All right, who wants to go for Alex Ladies first, obviously. She's going 62, Texas, 34-20, 62. Ryan, ladies first. 34-28. Oh, 34-28. Oh, there's an eight there. You have 38-42 with UW winning. Uh, that would be more than 60 points. That would no, be 60 is keeping track of Bama. Yeah, that would be what, 80. That's 80 points. Yeah, 80. All right, and I have UW. So 40. Both games. UW, 40. You're just going 60 in both? I'm going 60 in both. Consistency. Oh. And I believe that, was that the same final score I had too? 
Yes. It was. Yes, it was. Yeah. Did you just change the team name? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I just I like my score so much. I mean, I I'm want Texas. Score. I want Texas to win, so that way it's Texas Bama. But I think U Dubs had too much motivation for this month and a half of everybody going Texas going to yeah. win. Texas is going to win. I agree. I think U Dubs. Same thing that they did against Oregon. Ryan's always very analytical. Always good stuff. Uh, all right, and you you you're 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 hoping for that Texas Alabama rematch is what you want. I do, yes, and I think Texas's offense is just really good. They are good, which means Florida State could I be mean, the only undefeated team in the country and not even have played in the in the yeah if they beat Georgia, but it's twenty points. <laughs> Alex is like, they're not going to beat Georgia. <laughs> I, I I'm probably going to take the twenty points because it's I a think lot of points. they have a great 20s, defense. 20s. Yeah. Which is why they won against Louisville, if everybody remembers the ACC championship. So I think they can keep them in this game. But, but they have so they're so bitter at the NCAA. Do they just go? We don't want to be here. And Wouldn't they, just, they want oh, to prove though? If probably, they beat Georgia, yeah. what, what do does you that think, say? Ryan? Prove or or say screw you? Well, I mean, Georgia's had their pretty much their entire roster either enter the transfer portal or declare for the draft. But yeah. the second string is still is Brock Bowers. He's not recruits. playing. Right? He's not playing. No. Is he hurt? No, he's still, not or? playing. Portal. No, I think he's right. Or I mean, uh, graduating. Yeah. yeah, right. He's drafting. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on. Now, this is the game we thought of, right? For uh, Now, Jeff sent some games. We had Jeff pick four games. What we're going to do, it's never been done before, ever. We're going to predict week 18 NFL lines, not knowing the outcome of week 17. So therefore, this is really prognosticating. <coughs> Big word. It was a big word, and I choked on it. I had to cough. All right, Ann, what is the first game? Now, we are going to predict what the line will be, and we're all writing this down to keep track. What do you think? Uh, week 18, what's the first game Jeff sent? Cap again. Oh, okay. I knew this was going to be a game, too. You knew it? Well, just because Jared Stidham. All right, right. Broncos, let's talk about that, right? So Russell Wilson has been benched by Sean Payton. So uh, Jared Stidham, who uh, actually finished out for Derek Carr last year, right? Same situation. They sat Carr, and he finished for him in Oakland. Or, sorry, Las Vegas. Damn it. Said Oakland Raiders. All right. So, Broncos, Raiders. No team is playing for anything, really, in that game. So, we're coming well, up with— They're both still alive yeah. to win are the division. They, they are, are they really, though? <laughs> the Chiefs lose this week, yeah. <laughs> are still alive. Yes, Frank, you idiot. Okay. Uh, all right. So, this game is in, in Vegas. All right. That it is. All right, I'm ready. Alex, what do you got? I have Raiders minus one and a half. I want Raiders minus two. Oh, we're climbing. Vegas minus three. All right. So we're going to go by what South Point releases uh, their first lines of Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson? Chris Andrews. <laughs> Chris, Chris Andrews. Chris Andrews releases the lines. He always does them quickly. So, uh, all right, we're going to. All right, next game. And. Who gets it in first? What's Jets the next pass. game in? Oh, she put it on the thing. Oh, that's called a monitor and TV. <laughs> the thing. Now, okay, let's talk about this. Jets and Pats. Patriots. A lot of Patriots fans want them to lose that game. So could they be throwing it? Jets right. fans want to lose the game too. Jets fans want to lose the game too, just because out of habit. They're just used to it, right? They're just like, just lose another game. Should we also be doing over-unders? I don't know. Well, on this one, we will. You want to do an over-under on this sure. one? Sure. Sure, because Jeff Parle, well, we know what Jeff thinks. All right, Jets, Pats. Um, God, that's such an ugly game. It is. Okay. 
All right, I'm ready. I'm going to, oh, okay, I'll go first because I'm ready. No, I, I'll wait for you guys. If Ann would click the buzzer, we don't know what, how much time we have left to make our picks. I can't. <laughs> I can't. All right, Alex, go ahead. All right, I made it a pick em. Yeah, that That's the right. Uh, pick them, 30 and a half? I decided to make a spread, but yeah. Okay, I did Jets minus two and a half. On the road. Road favorites after the performance in Cleveland. We thought we could score points. And I'm not buying into this uh, uh, record setting maybe in the 20s over under. I went, I went 33. You went 33 and a half or 335. I don't see a... Yeah, 335. That's okay. going to be a record-breaking game. <laughs> see, again, this attitude would have never happened back in October. All right, we got those two. We'll take a photo. All right, and we have, uh, do we have one more game or what are we doing here? We got a couple more. Right, one more. Two more. I don't care. Uh, next one. Ah, Steelers-Ravens. All right. It's interesting how we both, we all write everything down differently. <laughs> all right. I'm not going to like this one, Frank. <laughs> now, again, you have to take in consideration, do the Ravens-Dolphins game, what happens there? I actually think I've gone with Kevin. I I think the Dolphins win, then the Ravens are playing for something. Well, if that's I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. I don't know. Steelers, if they lose to Seattle, they won't give a crap. Um I'm gonna go. Alright. Oh, I didn't do over under. We're doing the over under for this game too? Yeah, I'm doing it. Why not? Okay. All right. This is our predictions for week we eighteen of Jerry the NFL season without again. knowing. Week 17 outcomes. I can hear it. All right, Alex. Ravens. Ravens, 13 and a half. 38 and a half. Damn. Ryan, what do you got? How much? 13 and a half. <laughs> oh, my God. Almost two touchdowns. You have, uh, what do you have? Six and a half. Six and a half over 46. I Six and a half because the Ravens starters aren't playing. Yeah, I win eight because I think the Ravens are playing for something and the Steelers are playing for pride and... For Mike Tomlin not to have a losing season, say we lose to Seattle, all of a sudden we're eight and eight, and they don't want to. They're going to do it for coach, so uh, the Steelers will be playing. So I went with eight. Wow, that discrepancy on that one. This will be interesting to see. And so if the Alex, Ravens do you think win, the, you think the Finns win this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I didn't pick a side on that game. Kevin liked Miami, right? He liked yeah, Miami yeah, with the, uh, minus like the three, right? Well, it makes sense. I mean, the Ravens. Had yeah. a fantastic game on Christmas and yeah. beat the number one team in the league. So it's tough. It's tough. It is tough. All right. Was there one more or is that it? Yeah, one more. One more. Oh, one more. Bear I thought Jeff said he had four. Don't go to the Bear game. All right. The fourth and final game. These are week 18 predictions of the Lions. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, boy. Eagles. By the way, DeVito's out. It's 15 minutes of ran out. Did he fire his agent too? The Sean Stiletto guy? I, I didn't see anything. I think about he that. replaced his agent. I think he did. Yeah, Stiletto got too big of a head. Right. Uh, maybe, and he's blaming him for his poor performance on the field. I don't know. But Tyrod Taylor is starting this weekend. Who will start week 18? Uh, Tyrod Taylor's a pro, man. This guy's had bad luck his whole career. He'll probably still be playing. The Eagles, will the Eagles be playing for something? Will they be playing for a number one seed? It all depends on what the Niners do. Who do the Niners play this weekend? Uh, crap. They play the Commanders. Command yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're going to win. So the Eagles might not really be playing for anything. They might be locked in. All right, depends on what Dallas does too, right? Oh boy, Eagles on the road. All right, I'm in. Alex, are you ready? Yes. Go for it. Eagles minus eight and a half total. Forty-two. Forty-two. Ryan. 
Eagles minus 11 and a half, total 48 and a half. Ooh. Ryan, 11. I have 11. Eagles, 11. We're pretty close on these. 47. We've this is probably why we don't make lines. This is huh? probably why we don't make lines, ladies and gentlemen. This is why Alex knows what she's doing. I guarantee you she's going to do way better than us. All right. Interesting, interesting. I don't know. That Ravens one was pretty high compared to you two. So. All right. Now, uh, we have a couple minutes left. Are we doing a, a holiday parlay parlay? Are we doing our buzzer? Ann says no. Ann says no. We have one minute. Oh, we're best of moments? Yeah. Let's do best of moments. And then uh, while we're watching, should we do a Farley parlor or skip it this week since we did so many numbers? What do you guys want to do? We can do it. All right. Okay. And Alex, do you want to read? I say skip. Let's week. skip it this week. There's a lot going on. It's all this. All right. Refresh. Yeah, I agree. Year. We'll hit refresh. Uh, I agree. Um, so anyway, we just want to celebrate with a couple more final of our favorite moments of the year on the show. And the first one is, uh, is this Bob Zaney? Bob Zaney roasting the hell out of us. Go for Bob Zaney. <laughs> I live in Henderson. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, and did you just point towards somewhere? Oh, that's right. It, you, you don't know where you're Henderson's pointing, Frank. Right? Right. And the hair looks Henderson. great. You can't even see the tape anymore. <laughs> can we find the show? Where can we find that movie, by the way? It's somewhere. It's, just, it's called The Internet. The and Internet. what you do is you Google. I, use, I Google uh, things. I've been using Ask Jeeves, and I'm not getting good results. I oh, think very that's the funny. <laughs> but I did go to your MySpace page, and it's really a great song there. <laughs> they do these specials. Uh, they tape them all in Utah. There's no alcohol, right? No, no it's in, uh, yeah, in Provo. And in Provo. It's, uh, that's why it's called Dry Bar. Yeah. I've, so, boy, you must have been good on those logic tests. <laughs> <laughs> I do very well. He, he left no one un, un, untargeted. Uh, Chris, what's that? I said his clip was fully loaded. I know, right? Oh, it really, he, he, that's, that's it. If you ever go get a chance to see Bob Zaney, who lives locally, so he's probably going to play a lot of the clubs around here, go see Bob Zaney. He's one of my all-time favorites. Chris Andrews loved him, so we want to have him back. And you know who else loved him? Chris Anderson, the other guy who works in Sportsbook, <laughs> who I made up. Uh, and then is it Chris Harrison, our final clip? All right, here's Chris Harrison, former host of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and all that whole franchise, and who wants to be a millionaire, talking about some daredevils. This is a posthumous birthday, but this fits with Vegas. The one and only Evil Knievel was born in 1938, would be, and we have the footage, go ahead and roll it. Evil Knievel, this is in 1967, right here in Las Vegas, not too far from here. He attempted on a motorcycle to jump the Caesars Palace Fountain. Uh, but Evil Knievel would have been 85 today. So here's the jump, the attempt over the fountain. And let me just, spoiler alert, it doesn't end well. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You were talking about that Evil Knievel thing. You know, I, I was such a huge Evil Knievel fan, but at some point you have to think, was he just not that great? <laughs> <laughs> and what he did? He did. <laughs> over here. He did fail quite a bit, didn't he? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the Liam Neeson thing. At some point, is he just a really shitty father? <laughs> um, that's... <laughs> Very funny, Chris, whose Texas Rangers won the World Series about a week or two after that, and uh, he was very happy. It's been a good year. Show uh, 57 is uh, in the can. We're going to come back on Tuesday with show 58, and I know for a fact that Jack Lambert will be a featured jersey who played for Jerry. I'm going to leave him out. Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Anyway, uh, what are your New Year's Eve plans? Ryan, are you in the... I mean, I know you're an expectant father. Are you just chilling at home, or do you yeah. do something anyway? Yeah. No, we're going to be just hanging out at home. Built the crib last night. so You built a crib last night? Yeah, so we're going to be probably setting up more of the nursery. So. All right, very sweet. Jerry, New Year's Eve plans, just shredding on the guitar, just having Try fun. And what are you doing? What are we doing, Ann? You and I hanging? Yeah. Where's the buzzer? <laughs> Sean, what's your big plan? Food. Yeah, well, he's a foodie. Alex? 
Sports by the Book, we have um, the first at 8.30 a.m. So you so got to be to bed early. I'll be to bed early. Well, what's great about living on the West Coast is you can watch all the New Year's Eve shows. I love that. Right? You can watch uh, Anderson and Andy Cohen be wasted by 8 o'clock our time. And then uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve. You, oh. By the way, you think I, I always joke about being older. I saw the preview for Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve, and they, they went over the lineup of musical guests. Didn't know anybody, did you? No. <laughs> I was like, who? What? Huh? Who? Who's that? What? Huh? What? Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. I know them because Jared Leto's in there and he's a weirdo. So I know them, but the other, the other artists, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't familiar with them at all. We'll but I tape them what's, all. What's your plans? You don't know uh, to it's up in the air. We don't know yet. Green Day's know. on the list. Who? Green Day. Who? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan just ended the year with a, come on, man. All right, Green Day. But Ellie right. Golding, Ludacris. We did. We had Ludacris. We had a Ludacris crit, clip. We did. All right. I'm, maybe I was riffing as a joke. Maybe it's one of the other shows. It might be the ABC one or the NBC one. I know you don't know Baby Rexa. I don't know. Oh, BB Rexa. Yeah, I know who she is. Giant caboose. <laughs> Are you going to miss not being in LA? Uh, no, not at all. I'm, I'm looking for It's my first uh, New Year's Eve in Vegas. So I figure we got to go do Vegas stuff. The strip probably won't be that busy, will it? Amateur. <laughs> Just take a. Do they gouge you, you on the Ubers on New Year's Eve? Yes. It'll be like three hundred dollars. I do have my Vespa. Probably not that much. Could go down on the Vespa. Anyway, uh, honestly, thank you to Chris. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Chris Andrews and the sports book. You guys want to have some fun? Come down here to South Point. The sports book will be alive right, that's for like the that. next five days. It's gonna be a lot of football, a lot of gambling. The horses are over there. You can watch uh, Race Day Las Vegas with Ralph Sirocco uh, on this channel. You can also watch Sports by the Book in less than an hour. We should probably get off the air so you guys can turn around the set. Because what do you have to do? You got to change the, you got to change the graphic. That's two, three seconds right there. And then I got to clean up all my pop tart. Guts. Would have liked to gone to eat. But... Oh, you have time. All right, we're going. All right, we'll see you next time. Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, live in Nevada. Every show. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year.